Welcome to Conscious Business, where entrepreneurs learn to master their mindset, conquer their fear, and step into their bigger game. Now, here's your host, Julie Zuzak. Hello, and welcome to Conscious Business. So, if you're like me, and obviously listening to this podcast, then I can guess that you probably love personal development and motivational content. Now, I'm sure you're not surprised to hear that I love, love, love listening to motivational videos, also to podcasts. I listen to them pretty much every day, especially Monday to Friday in the morning when I'm getting ready, doing my morning routine. I want to make sure that my head is in a really positive place when I start my day. But I heard something the other day that really, really triggered me. And I carried it around for a couple of days. And then I finally figured out why it was so upsetting. And I wanted to share this realization with you because I think it's something that's really, really misleading about building a business. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First off, I'm going to explain exactly what it was that triggered me so much. In the second segment, I'm going to explain how the copy the expert approach is flawed. In the third segment, I'm going to introduce you to one expert that you should always listen to, always. And then in the fourth segment, I'm going to explain the secret tool that will always help to give you the right answer. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So the thing that really tripped me up was I heard a motivational speaker say something. If you want to build a successful business, all you have to do is find someone who has built the similar type business to what you want to create and then copy everything they do and you will be just as successful as they are. Really? Now, if this isn't the biggest load of crap I've ever heard, I don't really know what is. And I'm all for the power of positive thinking and for motivating people the best way that I know how. But I don't think that lying to people is a great way to motivate them. Let's face the facts. If it was that easy to start a business, don't you think that everybody would be doing it now? If it was that simple, uh, just follow and copy someone else and do exactly what they did with their business, don't you think that businesses would have a higher success rate? But in actual fact, they don't. The truth is that 80, 80% of new businesses fail in the first five years. And of those, 80% (laughs) fail in the next five years. So those are pretty dismal statistics, right? We know those stats from the e-myth. So do we really think that 80% of people are failing because they aren't copying someone else's approach to building a business? No. That is absolutely not the case. These businesses are not failing because an entrepreneur isn't following someone else and doesn't know what to do. They're failing because being an entrepreneur is an intense form of personal development. And it's like a pressure cooker of stress. And it's overwhelming at times. And the main reason that people aren't succeeding isn't because they're not copying someone else. It isn't because they aren't smart or successful or hardworking. It's because they refuse to accept their lesson of personal development and they refuse to grow. I'm going to tell you the brave truth that not many other people are willing to say out loud. 
Being an entrepreneur is actually a spiritual journey. It calls you forth to grow and develop parts of yourself that are actually really freaking painful. And if we refuse to accept those growth lessons and do what's really, really being called of us and really let ourselves expand, which is essentially what you need to do to grow your business, right? You need to grow yourself to grow your business. Then your business is going to fail. The tough love is that your business won't grow until you do. And that's a great tweetable. I'm going to say it again. Your business will not grow until you do. If you want your business to succeed, then you have to put yourself on personal development steroids because your business won't grow until you do. Your business will not grow until you do. Your business will not grow until you do. Now, in the next segment, I'm going to explain exactly how this follow exactly what someone else did approach is truly flawed. So let's dive into why this approach is fundamentally flawed. I've got three main reasons for you. Number one, here we go. Every business is unique. And this is because all of us as individuals have a unique dharma or purpose and a unique way of how we share it with the world. So because we are all unique, no two people are ever the same, right? Would you agree? No two people on this planet have the same DNA which means that no two people have the same dharma or purpose. And if the businesses that we build are naturally extensions of who we are and what we're meant to do in this world, then it logically follows that no two businesses will ever be the same. That was a really important point. I'm going to say it to you again. No two businesses will ever be exactly the same. They may look similar. I get it. But if you look closely and you really, really get into the experience, the message, the target market, you'll recognize that business, these businesses are actually quite different. So knowing that every business is unique, if you follow the exact same approach that someone else followed to make their business successful, complete with all the personal growth lessons and realizations, it won't 100% work for you because the path that you need to be on to make your business successful is made up of different lessons and learnings specifically for you. Now, I'm not saying you can't follow some of the lessons. Of course, there's going to be an approach. There's going to be strategy. There's going to be uh, processes, systems. There's going to be best practices that work for them that you might want to adopt. But all I'm trying to say is this is not a 100% foolproof approach. And this is important because I think a lot of people get really discouraged. Okay, number two, this is the second reason why the copy the experts approach is really flawed. Here's why. It sends a misleading message that it's really easy to start a business. It's like a cookie cutter, right? You just roll out a bunch of dough and use a cookie cutter that someone else did to start their business. Now, you need to go back to the stats in the earlier segment, right? 80, 80% of new businesses fail in the first five years. If it was as simple as rolling out some dough and using someone else's cookie cutter to create your cookies, it, everyone would be doing it. Trust me. 
think about who's starting businesses. There's a, you know, a lot of people right out of school going right into entrepreneurship. Great. But there is still a very large percentage of people who are making this transition from a full-time job and stepping away from a very successful career into starting a business. And they're not succeeding. So how do we account for all these brilliant people who were wildly successful in their career and then they go out and they try to start a business and they fall flat on their face? If they were smart enough to have a successful career, which you know, largely followed a path and gave them expectations of what they had to do, then why wouldn't they also be successful when they ran a business? Well, because starting a business actually isn't just about following a specific set of instructions that are all laid out for you. That's what a job is. It's about figuring out how you need to grow to be able to be the person to successfully run your business. All right? If it was easy to start a business, it was as simple as just following someone else's steps, then we would not have an 80% failure rate. All right, number three, the last reason why following the experts this approach is flawed is that it directs all of your attention and energy outside of yourself instead of inside yourself, which is the absolute opposite of what you need to be doing if you want to succeed. Starting a business is sacred. Your business is an extension of who you are and what you believe. And how exactly do we effectively fulfill our dharma and self-actualize if we're going to be looking outside of ourselves and copying everyone else? I'm going to give you two options right now. So listen carefully. See if you can figure this out for yourself. Option A, do we spend all of our time and energy and attention outside of ourselves watching what other people do to fulfill their dharma, hoping that it will be the right thing that we need to do to fulfill our dharma, and then somehow it automatically makes our business succeed? Or B, do we direct all of our energy and attention inwards to figure out what our biggest lessons are and how we need to develop and grow so that we can really evolve more quickly and figure out what we need to do on this path of building a business. All right, I hope you picked B. Following someone else's path in life is not going to help you, or them for that matter, fulfill your dharma. It's like being at the airport because you're traveling to Peru But instead of boarding a plane, you follow someone else who's going to Paris. Paris is lovely. But if your purpose isn't Paris, it's in Peru, why would you get on a plane going to Paris? You need to go to Peru. All right, let's recap those three reasons why copying the experts is an approach that is fundamentally flawed. First off, every business is unique. Two, it sends a misleading message that it's easy to start a business. And number three, it directs all of your attention and your energy outside of yourself instead of inside of yourself. Okay, in that last segment, I went pretty hard on the soapbox of why you shouldn't copy the experts. And I want to clarify this just a tiny bit. What I want to clarify is that there is a lot of wisdom that you can get from copying and following someone else. And 
Examples are building systems, being a great leader, you know, being efficient, uh, tools for productivity, preventing procrastination, building a morning routine. I could go on and on. And yes, there is a lot of good wisdom and you get a lot of great wisdom from this podcast. And there's a lot of approaches out there that are going to help you succeed and be better and be more efficient. But the thing that I really, really want to be sticky here, the thing I really want you to learn is that you shouldn't follow this blindly. You have to pick what is right for you. And you also can't expect that if you follow that formula exactly what someone else did, that that's the complete finite list of things you need to do with your business. It's not that easy, my friend. You've got to use your noggin. You've got to think for yourself. You've got to develop your intuition and your intelligence. You have, have, have to know who you are before you optimize yourself and build a business. And by knowing who you are, I mean knowing what your purpose is, knowing what your core values are, your working styles, your motivators, your shadow qualities, your potential stumbling blocks. If you don't know who you are, how are you ever going to figure out which of these tactics will or won't work for you? Earlier, I said that your business won't grow until you do, which is true. But the more important truth to accept here is that in order to grow yourself, you have to know yourself. And this is really, really important. And I want every entrepreneur to know they have to do this work before they dive into starting a business. You have to know yourself before you build a business. In order to grow yourself, you have to know yourself first. Because if you don't know who you are, then how are you ever going to know which of these growth strategies or tools or tactics or techniques are going to be right for you? If you don't know who you are, you might try out something and it will feel like pushing a boulder up a hill and then it won't work because you aren't doing it right. And then you'll think that there's something wrong with you rather than understanding that that isn't the right approach for you and your personality. So let's look at an example. For this podcast, I have a natural creative process that I use to produce content. It works for me, and I've fine-tuned it over the years. I've tried lots of different things, but I have it down to a pretty clear science. And I know what time of the day I'm most productive. I know how I'm most productive. And I know that it requires me to be completely offline, unplugged, and completely alone. Because I get downloads when I write my podcast, right? And so I need to be clear and weed out all the other noise and distractions so that I can capture that content, package it up, and create it for you. So for me, in order to really, really tap into these downloads, I need it to be quiet and I need no distractions. However, if I were to tell someone else who was a very strong extrovert, who was opposite on the spectrum from me, And I told them that they had to be away from everyone and lock themselves in a tiny little room offline and just crank away at this podcast. That would be the wrong advice for them because their creative process is about being around other people. All right. So for them, they might want to hit their head against a wall because spending that much time on their own is neither healthy nor productive. It works for me. But it works because I know who I am and I know what it takes for me to be efficient. So I know how to optimize myself. 
So when you listen to experts and you hear all the great ideas and all the tips and all the working styles that are presented to you, listen very carefully. Think of them all as items on a buffet. Some are going to be appealing to you. Some you're going to enjoy and some are going to work. Some are not. You don't have to follow everything exactly as someone else has. And in actual fact, this isn't advisable. And more importantly, it's not that easy, my friend. You would never go to a buffet and grab one plate and put a little bit of a hundred different dishes on your plate, would you? You would go through and pick the things that you love the most. A buffet is there to optimize you, right? It's just not that easy to follow what everyone else does exactly. If it was, everyone would have been doing it already. Okay, I promised you a secret tool, didn't I? Something that would help you cut through the noise and figure out exactly what it is and what isn't going to work for you and your business. And I'm going to tell you exactly what that is in a second. But first, I want you to guess what it is. Because you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, you should be able to figure out what I'm about to tell you. This is a test, all right? This is fundamentally the most powerful tool that you have at your disposal when you're running a business. It's available to you anytime, anywhere. It's an unlimited resource. It never runs out and it's absolutely free. It gets more powerful and easier to use with practice. And it's something that you can never ever screw up. And it will help you with your business more than any other tool or course or expert advice. Do you know what it is? It's meditation. And the reason why it's so powerful, in addition to being free and unlimited and more powerful with practice, is that when you meditate, you are tapping into your inner wisdom and you are able to sort out exactly what you need to do and where to take action. Have you ever heard that saying, if you don't go within, you will go without? Well, if you haven't heard it, now you have. And it's true. I'll say it again. If you don't go within, you go without. The most fundamentally powerful tool that you have at your disposal when running a business is meditation. You can never do it too much. And it always carries exactly the right message you need to hear when you need to hear it. And the main reason we often resist meditation is that it forces us to go within to find those answers and when you go in and you find those answers the true answers they often call you forth to do work that is uncomfortable and that is really hard the growth stuff the life lessons the stuff that will really move the dial and we often get resistance when we hear these lessons because our mind tells us oh there has to be a shortcut there has to be an easier way to do this or let me just uh, do this thing over here that's really easy you know the busy work but let's just follow what someone else does because they've done it? No. If you check in with your heart, you really, really check in. You know what the answer will be. You will get that right guidance because you have to find out what your learning and growth lessons are going to be. And the best way to figure that out is meditation. 
Now, if you're having tiny doubts in your mind that I'm serving you up more dogma because, hey, didn't I just tell you in this entire episode that you shouldn't listen to everything that experts tell you? Well, that might be an excellent point. However, what I think you should do when you get home today or whenever you can find a spare five minutes, I want you to drop into meditation and I want you to see what it's like here. See what kind of true answers you get. And the thing with meditation is it's not just about getting the wisdom when you're in meditation. It's like building up a muscle that helps you. So even if you're meditating half an hour out of your day, those other 23 and a half hours are going to benefit from the meditation practice, right? So you're building the muscle. You will not only be clearer and get better downloads in the meditation, but it will help you to be more clear with what you really, really, truly want in your heart throughout the rest of your day. Okay, it's time to start wrapping up this episode on listening and not listening to experts. And actually, I want to take a minute just to check in here and make sure that you don't listen blindly to everything that the experts say. There is one expert on this planet that I want you to always listen to. And no, it's not me. I'm not perfect. I am flawed and I don't actually hold all the answers to what you need to do in your business. But there is one person who knows exactly what you need to do. More specifically, your heart. Your heart does. Your heart is your guru. You always hold the answers to all your questions. And the biggest and best thing that you can do to connect with your heart is to develop your meditation practice. Because it will help you to fine-tune your connection to your heart to your intuition, to that place that contains the most powerful guidance and all the right answers to exactly whatever questions you have. So keep listening to experts, but stop doing everything exactly the way they tell you to and don't expect that it's going to give you all the right answers. There's something special and something unique in how you bring your business to this world. So start tapping into your inner wisdom, into your guidance, because you always have the right answers exactly when you need to hear them. Your heart is your guru. And the more that you can tap into its wisdom and excellence, the faster you will be on your pathway to success. Thanks for hanging out with The Corporate Yogi. Remember, being an entrepreneur can be intense and isolating at times. Don't do it alone. Become part of Julie's Facebook group called Conscious Business. And if you're really serious about growing your biz, visit thecorporateyogi.com and book a free strategy session with Julie today.